Hey, Scuttlebuds, here's another episode to make those mundane tasks in life a little more tolerable. Are you raking leaves? Cleaning the gutters? Maybe you're hiding a body. Let us join you for the next 40 minutes. You and us, partners in crime. This week, we dig into some survey data that we collected from our sponsors. Yeah, I know, we sound like a big deal because we have sponsors. But we will not rest until we ink that deal with MailChimp. Seriously, they seem like low-hanging fruit. Don't they sponsor like every other podcast? I should text them. Anyway, if we're going to spend time every week judging others, it only seems fair we judge ourselves too. So, join us as we read aloud the feedback given to us by the same people who financially support us. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by APC Pest and Termite Control. Do critters give you the jitters? Do something about it. Find APC Pest and Termite Control online. And by ParkStreetBooks.com. This is the website you can rely on to order any book in the world. Shop local from anywhere. ParkStreetBooks.com. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's Rick. I'm in my basement. I'm hanging out across the table from my friend Liz Daly. We got this podcast, another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. It's the only podcast in the world named Small Town Scuttlebutt. We react to the overreactions of small town problems. Most of you already knew that, but I'm talking to the newcomers. We're always getting new listeners. We check our data and our stats, our analytics, and we've got people in Finland and Whoa. Sweden. We're, we're big in those. Global. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, interesting. Interestingly enough, since the Ukraine war, we lost all of our Russian listeners. Just <gasps> wiped out. Do you think there's a conspiracy behind that, that Putin just shut us down because we speak the truth? I, there's got it's Russia, so there's something going on. Yes. There's something going mm-hmm. on. Russia, we want you back. Well, some Russians, some of you, not yeah. all of you. Yeah, no, we don't want. Well, actually, I would like to get into Putin's ear. Oh, you know, oh, hey, it's a disturbing place to be. I think hey, Vladimir <laughs> got some earwax over here. <laughs> what is this? Oh, gross! You gotta clean your ears. Okay, anyway. Uh, Liz, how are you? What's I'm, going on? I'm good, thank you. Right. I am gearing up for, you know, this holiday season. Things are getting a little quieter at work as mm-hmm. people kind of prepare for year end. So that's kind of nice for yeah. me. So, you know, I can do my holiday shopping while I'm in my meetings and what have you. So. You, you go online? <laughs> I do. I try Unless I'm going to like a Park Street Books, like a local business, which mm-hmm. I do try to do as much of my shopping at a local business as I can. But for things that I can't get locally, yeah. then I do go online because I don't like to interact with most of humanity on a regular basis. Okay. So you know how <laughs> you and I agree a lot on a lot of things? Yes. Not here. I love going to the mall. Oh, you do love going to the mall. Whenever you've taken my daughter with with Rosie to the mall, you mm-hmm. guys are gone for a long time. And the one time I took them, I'm like, hey, you guys ready to go? Yeah. No, they can be in Claire's all day yes. long. I'll just hang out here and people watch. and Go to the massage chairs. I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of taking your daughter to the mall, I went with, mm. uh, took my son and one of his friends, Rosie and your daughter. And we had, we had a lovely dinner at McDonald's in the food court. <laughs> and uh, your daughter revealed something to me and Dear. to everybody. She made a proclamation in the car ride home. And I thought you might want to know about it because it's about you. Oh, do tell. <laughs> my mom makes the worst tacos. <gasps> How dare she? Yeah, we were talking about the food. I just thought that was great. She's like, it's. I don't know if she used the word gross, but... So let's talk about your taco Well, I know what she's referring to because she doesn't like ground turkey tacos, which are Brady's favorite. So when I make those... They're disgusting. Mm-hmm. This looks like dog food. I'm not eating it. I'm, I'm with her. Yeah. Right. But when I make the pulled pork tacos that Damn. she loves, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the pork tenderloin in the slow cooker all day and yeah. all, yeah, scarfs those down. Sure. So I take umbrage with her blanket statement <laughs> that I make disgusting tacos because I only make one kind of disgusting taco. Yeah. But you know it. So why, why, why the turkey? Because your son likes it? Yes. And Brady... Brady does not embrace a lot of dinners, so I'm happy to accommodate him. And also, he prepares the dinner. Ooh. He cuts up the lettuce. He cuts up the tomatoes. He sautés the turkey. He does everything. Wow. That's mm-hmm. that's good. So I'll lean into that a little bit more. Okay. If she wants to make some pulled pork herself, have at it, sister. Yeah, but that's an all day. That's a good six-hour yes. endeavor. Yes, it right is. There. I thought you were going to say something about, like, farts. Or something. <laughs> oh God! Oh, why is she into that? Is she? No, is, is that an obsession with hers? No, no. But she she loves to embarrass me. She'll say anything. She loves to embarrass my mm-hmm. husband too. Mm-hmm. But there was one day, and this is actually my son Brady, her twin. He had a buddy over. They were in the basement, and I was in the kitchen. And I don't know if I was cooking something or whatever, but there was some smell in the kitchen. And <clears throat> Brady and his buddy come upstairs, and Brady goes, oh, Mom, it stinks in here. Have you been farting again? <laughs> I go, no, buddy, it's not farts. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so you just never know. Out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> well, driving home, the conversation was all-consuming about farts. Oh, and, my God. And you know what? I just, I just let it ride. Let it rip. Yes. <laughs> but they were like rolling down wind. Oh, oh my was, God. Seriously? Yeah, were there was, actual farts yes, going on or just, yes. oh my God. And I, I don't know. I'm not going to drop a dime on who the, uh, <laughs> who the offending uh, car passengers were, but yeah, it was getting ripe in there. Oh, and, after McDonald's yeah, too. Woo. I don't know what it was, but. Now, have know. your kids ever said anything embarrassing about you in front of you and like one of their friends? No. Well, you probably wouldn't get embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, right. I'd be like, <laughs> like bump it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I said that thing. No, no, my kids are um, they're they're tiptoeing into that uh, area of like, leave me alone, Dad. Mm, you know, like I know, like, but but it's kind of an act. Like they don't really mean it, but they're trying to act maybe a little bit older, yeah, more mature. Yep. You know. It'll come back around, though, because oh, yeah. Will went through that phase of, mm-hmm. you know, get away from me. I have no use for you. And now <laughs> every night like after dinner, he sits down next to me on the couch and, you know, wants to show me the sneakers that he likes and you know, different things like that. So um, I'm actually less of an embarrassment to him now, I think, than I was when he was maybe in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is nice. Anyway, we could, uh, this conversation could go on and on. I was just thinking about my the bedtime routine. I'm getting so sick of the bedtime routine because mm-hmm. that's really, that's where you know where you really stand with your kids, yes. right? Like if they're like, I'm going to bed, see ya. 
there's there's severing ties. Yep. Uh, but we're not there yet. It's like with my son, eight years old, we have a reg regiment. Mm-hmm. For me, I go in first. I have to scratch his back, and, the, and then I have to give him the the, the mm-hmm. chop the yep. chop massage, and then do the shoulders. Oh, that's and so then, cute! And then I smack it on the back of the head and mm-hmm. say, "You're done." And then mm-hmm. I leave. Then Leslie goes in, and she has to lay next to him and play floppy arm. Oh my god! And floppy arm is <laughs> he lays on his side, and she lifts up his arm, and he just drops <laughs> it. I remember one evening. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and then he flops it like. That's a riot. I don't know how they arrived to mm-hmm. that, but that's their thing. Yep. Floppy arm. That's so cute. Like having like your little routines. But it does make the whole bedtime thing go on forever. Yes, yes. It's like you're, you're stalling now. Yeah. It's over. So I go in. I'm like, boom, 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 <laughs> zoop, zoop, zoop. You're done. Good. <laughs> and then I go into Rosie's room. Here's your crossword puzzle book. Yep. Here's your sound machine on 12. Not any louder. I don't want to hear this. Uh, here's your closet door with the door uh, light on, mm-hmm. you know, in the closet. There, we're good? Good. Hug. Bye. Yeah, because you want your evening, too. Yeah. And then we go watch a show on Netflix, and in 15 minutes, they both come down. I just want to get some, like, some... Yes, I'm thirsty. Yeah, some trumped-up tart charges. (laughs) Anyway. Well, uh, today's show, let's let's introduce it. We've got some Ushanka topics, Mm -hmm. and then we will uh, hit... Hit the um, sponsor survey results that we got. We got these a while ago. We've been sitting on them, and I thought, you know, let's. Uh, it's been a busy week for us, yes, personally. So, mm-hmm. so we've been holding these on, holding on to these for a rainy day, and and this is the episode that we'll we'll get into them and reveal some stuff about our ourselves and maybe how to deliver a better podcast. Yes, and I haven't seen the results of these surveys, oh, that's so right. I'm very curious. All right, let's hit that Ushanka. All right, Liz. All right. What let's... are what are our three topics for today? Let's see what we have this week. All right. First up, mini mom jeans. Oh gosh, I have. Yeah. I just bought a new pair. <laughs> I think I think they make my my butt look fat, but I'm sure they do because they're unflattering for everyone. No, the, the just the name, skinny mom jeans. So these are mini. Oh, mom mini. Jeans. Okay. Yes, mini mom jeans. No offense to the moms out there, but that sounds like an oxymoron. Well, let me tell you. This particular style of jeans is not being marketed to mothers. It's being marketed to young girls. So I was looking for new clothes for Avery, and I was on Abercrombie Fitch Kids and in the girls' section perusing their jeans. Yep. Several styles, one of which is the mini mom jean. I don't know about you, Rick, but I don't want my daughter dressing like an Iowa stepmom. <laughs> so I just find it really odd. And yeah. it, they literally, they do look like your stereotypical mom jean. High waist, mm-hmm. rounded at the hips, yeah. which, okay, if you're a mom in theory, because you pushed a human being through your hips, your hips might need a little bit more room. Okay. My daughter doesn't even have her period yet. Yep. Her hips are just fine where they are. They yeah. don't need any extra room. I mean, these things are hideous yeah. for anyone, yeah. regardless of your age. They're they're high up. They're, don't yes. they look like she's like Steve Urkel? Yes. Right? Like yes. pulling them way up mm-hmm. almost to her belly button or beyond? Completely. Right? It's unflattering on everybody. Mm-hmm. And so then I remember, do you remember several years ago that Saturday Night Live skit, Mom Jeans? No. So I, I remembered that they did one, so mm-hmm. I Googled it just 
to laugh and it was hysterical. And at the end, they're like, this Mother's Day, don't get your mom flowers or perfume. Get her a gift that reminds her she's no longer a woman, but just a mom. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't I don't know. I would be curious if any listeners out there have purchased mini mom jeans for their daughters and if they are all the rage. But this is a trend that should not come back. Yeah. Just leave it in the 90s, please. Sure. Now, um, you did not buy these. No. No. No, no, no. So no. What, what's the alternative? Because sometimes it's like, well, I haven't seen these things, mm-hmm. and Rosie has not been wearing these things. I did see her with a pair of, like, loose-fitting, like, baggy. Yeah, like um, the straight jeans. leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They look like they're kind of roomy. You yes. know, very grungy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked Ripped. about that before. Yeah. There was mm-hmm. that 90s are back. With a vengeance. With yep. a vengeance. But, but on the, like, high school clothing that we wore mm-hmm. is now what my daughter looks like she's wearing yes um but we never wore mom jeans no no nobody should mm. it's an abomination yeah what's going on with these people that go to fashion designing school and and apprentice under major labels and then they go out on their own and then what do they do they make they make this shit i it's almost like there's no original ideas. Like we're remaking the same movies and they're just bringing back fashion trends from 30 years ago. Yeah. Can we, are we better than that? Shouldn't we have evolved? Learn from the past. Mm-hmm. Don't repeat it. We're all over the place. It's like <laughs> you got the mom jean, mm-hmm. right? And then you got the yoga pants. Right. Is there a dad equivalent? I, I was mean, thinking about that on the way over here and I don't think so. What about khakis? I think, yeah, so... I feel like the khakis have had an evolution, right? Because you went from having sort of like the pleated fronts. Mm, yeah. And now if you see a guy wearing pleated front khakis, you're like, dude, yeah. come on. No. It's all about the flat front. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably the closest thing to yeah. a garment evolution. Okay. All right. What else mm-hmm. do we have? All right. Let's see. All right. Rick, are you familiar? This is a term I've learned recently. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the term trad wives? Trad wives, mm-hmm. no, but can I uh, dig into the context clues and try to arrive at what this means? And Please where do. It's going? Traditional wives, and they are of, um, it's, probably a, a, it's probably a sexist mentality. Like a traditional wife will have dinner ready and have the kids washed up when I get home from work and that sort of thing. Am I on the right you track? You are on the exact right track. Okay. But these are women that, it's almost like taking the state, being a stay-at-home mom to the extreme. Like this isn't, they're, this isn't a choice. They didn't choose. They feel like this is their duty. Mm-hmm. That that this, they belong in the home, cooking, cleaning, raising children. Yep. Now the stay-at-home moms I know are all intelligent, well-educated women. They're co- true partners in their households. They, they aren't subservient to their husbands. Like these women truly believe they should be subservient to their husbands. They're largely. Where can I find? <laughs> well, it's going to come with a lot of other stuff because they're largely alt-right and Christian fundamentalists. So I don't know if you really want to dig I, into that. I, I can, <laughs> we all have to make sacrifices. <laughs> I get dinner at five o'clock. Uh, but they're repressed, submissive, and deluded. It's like they took a time machine back to the 1950s. Yeah. And now they're like, they're all over social media. A lot of them are like Gen Z's. And so they're on Instagram and TikTok um, showing off how to be a better trad wife, you know, which like, I'm not really sure what you're contributing to the world besides clean floors and a sanitized version of your lifestyle. It was, it really, it got me so angry 
because I feel like we've come so far <laughs> as a gender that mm-hmm. these women are like, no, 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 not yeah. so fast. Yeah. Get back in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Women are doing yeah. this. And yeah. so if you will indulge me for one moment, Go for it. I went onto Instagram and I looked up the hashtag Tradwives, yeah. and there's over 40,000 Instagram posts <laughs> wow. with that hashtag. Here's one. Mm-hmm. God naturally designed women and children with a desire to respect the patriarchy. When we step out of God's original design, our children notice it. They loose, she spelled lose wrong, mm-hmm. they loose respect mm-hmm. for us because of our lack of respect for the head of the household. You know, it's a good thing she's a trad wife because she's obviously too fucking stupid to get a job because she doesn't know how to spell. Yeah. Next, I'd rather take care of my husband than take care of customers. Okay, you could do both. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, <laughs> respect your man and he will love you. Serve your man and he will protect you. Obey your man and he will guide you. Submit to your man and he will adore you. Okay, someone's get- getting chained up in a basement somewhere. I'm getting around. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, ladies... The federal government is already doing a great job at stripping away our rights. Could we not contribute to the problem, please? Oh, but gosh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's make this more about you because you are... Uh, let me ask you questions mm-hmm. about this. Because please. you are very um, passionate about this. You, you, And I'm not a feminist by any no, stretch no, but, of the imagination but at if, all. But if you rewind the tape about two minutes, <laughs> you sound like the biggest... Feminist, like this is this pulled out your inner feminist. It kind of did because I, it 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 reads to me like they feel like they don't deserve better than this. Mm-hmm. That they they are pigeonholed into one role in the world, and yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm. And as a woman who who works, and I take care of my kids, and I you know take care of my house in partnership with my husband, I sometimes feel like I. And missing something from my life, right? Like I don't like I'm working, I'm taking care of my kids, I'm doing this, but I still feel like I'm searching for something that's just for me and about me. And that's kind of why I love to do this podcast, you yeah. know? And it's like when I look at a woman like that, and if her life is that one dimensional, mm-hmm. it makes me really sad in yeah. addition to angry, you know? Yeah. And if she has a, a husband who is telling her, Oh no, 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 this is the best you can do is take care of me and our children. That's really sad. Yes. I, you know? I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from. Now, I'm trying to understand it. The big thing that threw me off is that it's the Gen Z generation. Mm-hmm. You would think that these would be the more promising. I got the whole world ahead of me. Right. Um, you're growing up in a very progressive time, and you're on the you're on the front lines of that. Mm-hmm. Yet here you maybe Maybe you got, maybe it was too much. Maybe you got, you know, just an overdose of it and you're like I just want to make the meatloaf tonight. Yeah, and I, that's in one of the articles I read about it, one of the theories is that, you know, they saw their mothers or other women in their lives trying to quote unquote have it all and end up burnt out or not getting equality in the workplace or whatever and that disenchanted them to try to pursue, you know, the idea that hey, I can have both things, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of one working theory, but I was also surprised that it's that this trend skewed younger. I was not surprised that they are mostly alt-right and Christian fundamentalists. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Who are they marrying? Are they, are they marrying a sugar daddy that can provide? Or are they marrying, because Gen Z is pretty young. Like, why yeah, are you no, they're just they marrying regular people from what I gather. People their age and mm-hmm. other Gen Zs. Yeah, I did not read anything that these women tend to be 
taken care of, you know, financially that they are married. I mean, they would have to be married to someone who at least can support a single income household. But um, there didn't seem to be like a sugar daddy element to it. Okay, because I would say if if you are 24 and you married a multimillionaire who's 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, like you you signed up for that. I get that. But it seems like you're you're middle class America doing your thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, one of the quotes from a trad wife that I read said that her husband gives her like an allowance for mm-hmm. the week that's supposed to be able to support like the grocery buying and things like that. And so she's very diligent about what she spends it on because if there's any left over, she gets to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Incentives. Right? Well, I think that this is something let's put Let's dog ear this okay. and and revisit because I feel like this is going to be a flash in the pan idea, right? Mm, I hope so. I think that the the trad trad wife is going to, or I think that the trad wife is going to wake up someday mm-hmm. and and realize that life is fleeting, right? And, and this is not fulfilling. I was just going to say your life could be much more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So don't wake up, you know, God forbid. 30 years from now, the husband drops dead and you're sitting there like, I don't know how to make a living. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I can't support, you I, know? I have no skills. Right. Right. Yep. I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. <laughs> All right. Oh, all right. We've got one more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was on, I don't know if our listeners are familiar with this blog called Scary Mommy, but it's all personal essays and things like that. And it's great. Not a bad blog. I mean, as a guy, I hear, oh, mommy blog. I make fun of, who doesn't Mm -hmm. make fun of a mommy blog? But this one seems like it's, if there's one blog out there by the moms, Mm -hmm. for the moms, this one is probably the preeminent. Absolutely. Yes. It's got a huge audience and people can contribute personal essays and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So there was an article on there today about a mom who posted a video on TikTok of her five-year-old's birthday dinner at Hooters. Nice. Yeah. Nice. We were just talking about Hooters. Yes, I know. That's why I wanted to bring this up to you. Okay. Best chicken wings in the world. mm Mm-hmm. And as as you would imagine, she was lambasted on on TikTok for yeah. taking her five-year-old to Hooters for his birthday dinner. And there was a video that she posted of him having a very innocent interaction with a very well-endowed waitress who mm-hmm. was teaching him how to do like an owl dance or something like that. <laughs> and twerk. And twerk. <laughs> yes. And so, so I mentioned it to my husband about like, you know, this family went out to dinner at yeah. Hooters for their five-year-old's birthday. And mm-hmm. Danny was like, probably not the best decision. And I was like, well, Rick says they have the best wings and maybe this kid's favorite dinner is wings and whatever. Mm -hmm. I would argue Mm -hmm. it's more inappropriate to take your 15-year-old to Hooters for a birthday dinner than your five-year-old. Yeah, kids prepubescent. Right. Those things mean nothing to them. Mm -hmm. They're like, those are are boobs. Right. Boobies, ha! (laughs) Right? If anything, you know. But yeah, Mm -hmm. the 15-year-old, it's like you're just torturing the kid. Totally. He like can't get up to go to the bathroom because he's got a boner. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I was at a Hooters and I saw a birthday party going on Mm -hmm. and I thought, huh, of all the places to have a birthday party. But you know what? They did it right. I mean, How old was the birthday I would say Child maybe per- sixth graders. I mean, just okay. right, right at that age oh. where maybe you shouldn't be. Yeah. You know, it's like, what What are the dads? Are they, I couldn't, 
It was perplexing to me. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I, yeah. I was looking at it. I'm like, yeah, I know why I'm here because the beer is cold and the mm-hmm. wings are great and there's every sporting event. Yeah. And you know what? The short shorts and the tank tops, um, novelty. Right. Not Kind of kitschy, kind of, you know, you're almost like laughing along with it. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, at this point, you know, girls are walking around like half naked all the time in oh, crop tops. I mean, it's like yes. whatever. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's not... So I saw that and I thought, wow, that's that's interesting. I've I've joked that I would do that with Charlie, you know. And Les is like, oh, so like she won't even go. We're not allowed. Like I think I told you, I, I once said you have to try. I'm gonna get takeout. We're gonna get the wings. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna get them. And she's like, wow, these really are good. I'm like, told you. I told you they are the best wings. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah. So, yep. um, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I wouldn't say to. To Dan, like, oh, it's Brady's birthday's coming up. Like, let's go to Hooters, even if you really loved chicken wings, because mm-hmm. I can make good chicken wings. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I wouldn't be the first place I would. If you said to me, you can take your kid to either Hooters or like a rainforest cafe. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to Hooters every day all day. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah, I don't think I would do it. I don't think I would do it. Yeah, Hooters. I the only thing I like. Okay, so. We live in a PC world. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, it's like a last bastion of, of, do what you want. Right. Capitalism. It, it's. I'm surprised it's still kicking around. I, I am mean, too. Like just the name and, mm-hmm. and the suggestive logo with like the big eyes right. on, the, on the owl. Yes. It's, it's like really this is, 2022. It's still kicking around. It's kind of mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Yeah. There's one, and I don't think it's all that old. Right near Legacy Place. Yeah, I realized. Yeah, yeah. That's the only one I know of I around like, here. I wonder who goes there. Yeah, but it's not a huge franchise. Like it, it's, it's not like a Dunkin' Donuts or right. McDonald's. There's one right? under, yeah. yeah, there's like maybe I don't know. Like that's the only one I know mm-hmm. of actually. Same. One in Dedham. Oh, boy, we'll I, have to I, do a scuttlebutt field trip there. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I went, I went to one with a friend, and uh, I remember the waitress. She just came up to take her order put them on the table and said, oh, please don't mind my weapons of mass distraction. Stop. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. That's amazing. It was during the Bush administration <laughs> when that was like all the rage. I was like, okay. Hey, you know what, you. honey? Good you're you. using what God gave you to get a bigger tip. Have at it. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. All right. All right. So that's the Ushanka. Things can get any hooter hotter than they are. All right. All right. Let's do a commercial. We'll come back and we'll talk about survey results on what our sponsors think of this show. Don't go away. Royal Pizza has been serving the freshest pizza subs, dinner platters, and salads at affordable prices. They use only the most wholesome and natural ingredients with no additives, preservatives, or artificial coloring. Their dough is made fresh several times a day, and their sauces and dressings are made fresh daily in store. Not that prepackaged stuff. They only use the real 100% cheese, too. And while I'm at it, I will tell you personally, I did a little community service project of my own, if I do say so myself, threw a pizza party for 300 school kids just for the hell of it. I need some pizzas. Who do you think I called? Papa Gino's. <laughs> no, it's just messing with you. Of course, I called Royal Pizza. These guys are the best. They are community-oriented. And so am I. So is this show. And so are you, Scuttlebuds. So if you know what's good for you, call Royal Pizza. 
Perez Martial Arts is dedicated to changing the lives of people one person at a time through martial arts, education, and coaching. And they strive to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members. Students at Perez Martial Arts will not only learn the necessary skills to protect themselves, they stay behind the realistic and practical approach, confident it will enable every member to achieve greatness and live their best life. Is this my best life, sitting in a basement, doing a podcast? Maybe I should join Perez Martial Arts too. The best way to learn more about Perez Martial Arts is to check them out yourself. And they have a great trial offer just for that, which you can grab at PerezMartialArts.com. Okay, Liz, I've got in front of me three randomly selected small town scuttlebutt sponsor surveys. And uh, I just want to go through them. We can sort of reflect here and, and maybe think of some ways uh, that we can lean into things that where we have strength and then maybe we can have some focus correction areas, if you will, that we might want to address down the road. Uh, at any time, if you have an idea, just let's just throw it out there, a little brainstorming sesh, you know? Perfect. And um, to make it kind of fun, we have three surveys. One of them comes from Park Street Books, mm -hmm. and the owner and proprietor of Park Street Books, Jim James, has been on the show, friend of our show, kind of a big deal uh, in the comedy world one time. Right. And it's past life. And I always I always like to call this back. He, he says he, uh, he was pretty good in the comedy scene in the Midwest. At the same token, he lost a contest to Carrot Top. <laughs> So what his definition of being mm -hmm. pretty successful. good. Yeah. Successful. <laughs> Some people love uh, Carrot Top. I don't get it. I just want to steal his his props. You know? Yes. Just steal the trunk. Right. right and then on. now, yes. You're go. on. Go. Make me laugh. Yeah, make me laugh. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> let's go. We had, uh, let's see, 13 questions on here. The first question was, how often do you listen to Small Town Scuttlebutt? Everybody said, oh, two people said, I catch every episode, <laughs> and one says, uh, I listen here and there. I plan to catch up. So that's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, why do you listen to the podcast? Select all that apply. And one of the people said, uh, the small town problems niche is relatable. The banter amongst hosts is amusing. There's always something to learn or reflect upon. The other person said the same things, although they omitted there's always something to learn and reflect upon. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this person selected D, I'm held at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be Jim. <laughs> of course it's Jim. <laughs> Question number three, how do you feel about the length of the episodes? The options were too short, too long, Goldilocks just right, you should quit. <laughs> um. Number one says, too short. Ooh. Another person says, Goldilocks, just right. And so did uh, the, the third one. So two people said, just right. One person says, too short. All right, I like that. I feel like we're in a we're good doing okay? yeah, yeah, we're doing okay. I like that when we do uh, we do a longer format when we have a guest on. Yeah. Because uh, why rush them? You know, let's. Mm -hmm. it takes a little while to, like, get into yeah. a groove and dig in. So... Let's keep it under an hour when we have a guest mm -hmm. and to about 30, 35 minutes when we're just, you know, hanging out. What do you want to hear more of? Select all that apply. The options were interviews with guests, 
personal stories, time-sensitive issues, the enlightening random bits of knowledge and information. This person wrote more interviews with guests. Oh, all so right. Noted. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. Another person wrote time-sensitive issues, which is interesting because I'm, I'm thinking when I listen to a podcast, Liz, uh, I don't know what your listening um, habits are, but but I don't listen every week. I, like, I'll, I'll catch up. I'll binge right. listen, right? But when I get there, like let's say um, WTF with Mark Maron. I yep. like to check in on that one. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to that one in like maybe a month. I'm due, right? So on a dog walk, I'll, I'll flip through. But I'll scroll through. I might scroll scroll through like two or three of them and then find something I like. Yes. I do it with Bill Maher. I do it with um, Bill Burr. Yep. But much of it is like what caught my eye as yeah. I was scrolling. And it could be something that was two months old. Yes. Yes. That's mm-hmm. right. So that like in the earlier days, we were all about like we're doing the Halloween special, the holiday mm-hmm. special. And now it's like maybe we should... Distance ourselves because the shelf life of those episodes are short lived, right. right? Yes, we want more evergreen content. So I think can go so. Back. But then, so I guess that makes us an asshole, right? You ask someone for their right. opinion, and then they go, "Yeah, no thanks." Although you know, we've have definitely covered some time sensitive information that I think would be of interest to our listeners. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the uh, the other um, suggestion was, um, "What do you want to hear more of?" Spoken word poetry, the really <laughs> angry stuff that gets you all fired up. <laughs> Thank you, Jim James. Yeah. <laughs> what would you like to hear less of? Interviews with guests, personal stories, time-sensitive stories, the irrelevant random bits of knowledge and information. <laughs> and uh, one person didn't even respond to it. Oh, They like it all. Uh, what would you like to hear less of? This person wrote... Profanity. Oh, yeah, Yikes. guilty as charged. Yeah, fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like uh, colorful adjectives mm-hmm. spoken from the heart help convey emotion. Yes. And I, I'll speak for myself. I'm a pretty emotional person at Same. times. Same. Yeah. Same. And we tell it like it is. Mm-hmm. So, however, I don't think we need to go crazy, right? Maybe we should... Be more mindful of it. I, I think so. I think I've... I don't. I don't want it to take away from the integrity of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, us using words just for the sake of using words. You yeah, know? yeah. No, I hear you. When mm-hmm. people are just telling stories, you know, so yeah. So me and my buddy were bugging me a bit. And it's like mm-hmm. okay, ninety percent of those swears did right. Just were filler. It's just gratuitous at that point. Yeah, and you, and I, I I start ticking points off of their IQ. You know, but sometimes mm-hmm. people are, I think, I, I've actually read a study that the m- people that use profanity are pretty intelligent. Oh. Did you ever watch Ozark? Did you guys watch that? No. All right, never mind then. Let's okay. watch that. Yeah, it's a cool story. <laughs> cool story. <laughs> this person writes, fortune telling, astrology, I can get that from fortune cookies. You guys are better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really appreciate that Jim took this seriously. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Thanks, buddy. He invests in this show and mm-hmm, he right? puts no effort into making it better. <laughs> Always looking for the joke. That's what I love about the Yes. Game. Okay, number six. What are your typical, what are you typically doing while listening to the podcast? I threw these options in. Driving, exercising, chores, working, or other. This person writes, relaxing. That's nice. That literally just mm-hmm. kicking back and yeah. going. You know what? I think I'm gonna catch up on my scuttlebutt. Oh, I love that. I do too. 
I really like that. The other person writes uh, driving and chores. That's exactly when I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I, I love it in driving, but especially chores. Yes. The makes, mindless stuff. Yes. Folding my laundry goes yes. by a lot faster. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, folding laundry can be a good 30, 40 minute yes. endeavor. And you can get a lot of podcasting in there. You can, that's, that's the length of one average scuttlebutt mm-hmm. episode. This person writes... I'm already laughing. Skydiving. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, This this question is something that's important to us because we kind of get an idea of where we fit in on somebody's, you know, library, Mm -hmm. right? What other podcasts do you listen to? I've never heard some of these. The Ezra Klein Show? Hmm. Are Are you familiar? No. No? How about Time Suck with Dan Cummings? No. No? I'm, I I think I might check that one out. Hmm. Stand Up Daily with Pete Dominic. He's a comedian, mm-hmm. but I've never listened to his podcast. Okay. Fly on the Wall with Dana Carvey and David Spade. Ooh, I would check that out. Okay, so I have. Okay. And uh, just allow me to <laughs> criticize... <laughs> Some of the masters. Two, two famous comedians yeah. attempted a podcast. Yeah, yeah. These jokers, okay? <laughs> Let me give you my two cents. Uh, lots of reminiscing about, especially from Dana Carvey. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is living in his glory days of Saturday Night Live, and um, I can only take so much of the reminiscent stories. Like, that's the time when Lauren Michaels caught me in the bathroom when I was about to go on stage doing the Garth. You know, I'm like, okay. Right. That was, you know, I, I heard like two or three episodes and I'm like, yeah, it's just, and that's how the, the other, this person also says smartless, which mm-hmm. I, um, I kicked to the curb a long time ago. I did too. You did? After, after I went to the live show and, and it was so disappointing. And it, that really killed it for you. It did. Wow. I don't, I, yeah. It, and wow. the same with the, the girls I went with. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think smartless was a flash in the pan. It came out strong. Like, I think that they need to get rid of, um. Sean Hayes. Yeah, I know you don't care for him. Oh my God! <laughs> well, he's the worst. It, he, it's like I love it when he's talking comedy with like Jerry Seinfeld, and Jerry Seinfeld's like, actually, comedy is nothing like that. Like, right? It's like right. this guy just—I don't know. But um, Will Arnett was great. I love Will. I, I, I love Jason Bateman. Too. I do too. Mm-hmm. But but um, again, it's one of those things. Like, okay, we've peeled back the curtain, see what the the Hollywood elites are, are doing, yes. and what what's a Saturday night. House party like on the mm-hmm. hills of Hollywood with you know Jennifer Aniston, your right. neighbor, just coming over. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, you know, it's like I can't relate, but this is fun to kind of get. Okay. Yes, get a peek behind the curtain and then we yeah, can move on. This other person writes Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. You listen to Joe Rogan? I've listened to some of his episodes. They're so fucking long. Yeah, like two hours. I can't, yeah, I, I just, I can't, I don't have that type of commitment in me. Yeah, I've never listened to a Joe Rogan episode start to finish. I just don't have that yeah. that bandwidth if I want to mm-hmm. use a bullshit bingo term. And he goes off on some topics that they're too much for me. Mm-hmm. I've never done ayahuasca, so I don't know if I'm qualified to listen to his podcast. <laughs> you you want to do some now? <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, Gary Vanderchuk. Never heard of Gary Vanderchuk. No, me either. I think we should check these out. Yes. I'm always open to new podcasts, new TV shows, new forms of entertainment. Okay. And then the The Hidden Brain, Planet Money. Planet Money I'm familiar with. It's an NPR podcast. Channing Tatum. 
Dan Boys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll definitely check that one out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. Do you subscribe to Small Town Scuttlebutt? Yes, yes, and yes. All right. Better. Uh, how would you describe the show in seven words or less? I thought that was a great question. Yes, open-ended. I like it. When I was a teacher, that was a good exit ticket. You mm-hmm. know, like, what did we learn today, guys? Yep. Seven word sentence, leave it on the podium, get out of here. Unexpected opportunity to be educated and entertained. <gasps> Thank you. This is very nice. Thank you. That's quite a compliment. This person doesn't know how to count to seven, but <laughs> they they get partial credit. Creative, funny, evoking. Okay. Those are good adjectives. But they refrain from giving us four more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the other one. Entertaining. Likeable hosts. Funny. I like that it's seven words is a construct that limits my free speech <laughs> right to Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. And let's see. You want to keep going here? Yes. We're almost done. Okay. Is this working out? Is this a bit that's, uh, are we having fun? I think so. Okay, good. Scuttlebuds, you still, you still there? You still folding laundry? And I, with Scuttlebuds, if you disagree mm-hmm. with any of the feedback you hear, let us know. Hit yeah. us up on the gram or Facebook. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to have, Liz, mm-hmm. this is a good time to bring it up. Yes. But we're going to have a version of this survey for listeners. That's right. And you know that website we keep talking about. <laughs> Coming to you soon. It's going to be a great conduit to be more interactive with our audience because that's a major oversight on it. Well, it's not an oversight. We know we have to do it. We're not doing it. It's a, it's an opportunity for growth, and we're we're, I think like a week. It's right. It's a it's upon us. I'm getting all (laughs) animated. I'm talking with my hands. You should be here and look at me. I'm like the crazy guy. Um, how satisfied are you with the content of your ads? I did a little Likert scale here. Oh. Very satisfied, mostly satisfied, somewhat satisfied, rarely satisfied, and not satisfied. I got a rarely, uh, no, I got a very satisfied, another very satisfied, and, huh, not messing around. Very satisfied. (laughs) Unless that's the joke, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) He puts it in quotes. (laughs) (laughs) How satisfied are you with the scheduling and frequency of your ads? This person writes the same same mm-hmm. options. Mostly satisfied. And then they added, everyone wants more with a smiley face Aww. emoji. Isn't that cute? <laughs> this person writes, very satisfied. This person writes, very satisfied. Nice. Okay. Would you like to appear as an expert or guest in your field on small town scuttlebutt or just sit in for a recording? This person writes, uh, yes, and underlines, just sit in for a recording. So we, we, we have should, a live studio audience. Yeah, we're going to have a, I feel like if, if, if any of the fans, any of the scuttlebuds want to come mm-hmm. in too, we could disclose our location, right? Mm-hmm. Bring them down wink, into wink. the bunker. Only if we blindfold them first. Yeah, so that's right. <laughs> Spin them around six times. <laughs> okay, open your eyes. Uh, this person says, yes, they'd like to come over. This person also says, yes. Great. Cool. Last question. Is there any more feedback you would like to share? Says, yes, this is so informative. Two episodes that stand out were interviews with Sean Dooley, state representative, and Babson professor Lauren Beetlespacher. Mm. Okay, very good. I think she's referring to, Sean's just come on talking about um, the race to the bottom in terms of social media Mm -hmm. behaviors and trends and how we treat each other. Uh, And then Lauren, she came in and did a great 
episode on Amazon and the yes, evil, that evil was ways. Really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person uh, ignored the question. <laughs> And this person wrote, absolutely not. Keep up the good work. I still giggle when I say scuttlebutt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. And I really appreciate that our sponsors took the time to provide feedback. They're mm-hmm. obviously really invested in the show. They are invested in the quality of the show. And we want to make sure that they are getting the most bang for their buck here. So yeah. thank you, sponsors. Yep. Thank you very much, guys. All right, Liz. Well, I think that does it for this episode mm-hmm. of Small Town Skittlebutt. Do you want to take us out of here? Sure. Well, thank you guys, as always, for listening. And if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And feel free to hit us up on Instagram or Facebook if you have any suggestions about topics you'd like to hear. Have a great week. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.